Shabbat Shalom, my beloved brethren. Greetings to you, wherever you may be, according to your own local time. Our lesson today is dealing with frustration. What is frustration? Frustration is upset or annoyed, mainly because of the inability to change or achieve something with a desired result. We will also feel frustrated when prevented from attaining the progress, the success, or fulfillment of something in our life. But now the question is, what is a significant source of frustration in these last days? The answer to this question we can find in the second book of Timothy, chapter three, verse one down to five. Remember that there will be difficult times in the last days. People will be selfish, greedy, boastful, conceited. They will be insulting, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful and irreligious. They will be unkind, merciless, slanderous, violent and fierce. They will hate the good. They will be treacherous, reckless, and swollen with pride. They will love pleasure rather than God. They will hold to the outward form of our religion, but reject its real power. Keep away from such people. What is a significant source of frustration in these last days? A significant source of frustration in these last days is people beginning, people becoming difficult. How do you describe people in these last days? As we have already read just now, People will be selfish. They will be greedy. They will be boastful and arrogant in these last days. And how else would you also describe people in these last days? People are also unkind. They are insulting, ungrateful, merciless. They are slanderous, violent, and fierce. They are disobedient to their parents. They hate the good. They are treacherous, reckless, and swollen with pride. They love pleasure more than they love God. Maybe some of us here are frustrated with people in our lives. For example, you might be frustrated with your boss with a workmate, a 
classmates, our children, our spouses. But what also can be a source of frustration? Another source of frustration can also be the ineffectiveness of many religions. Why are many religions ineffective? Many religions are ineffective because they hold on to the outward form of religion, but reject its real power. And what does the Bible tell us to do about these people? The Bible tells us to keep away from such people. What else is also another source of frustration in this life? We find the answer in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verse 11. I have observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. And the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful life. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. So what else is, another, is also another source of frustration in this life? Another source of frustration in this life is the things beyond our control. Why do people invest in learning skills and getting an education? People invest in learning skills and getting an education because they want to succeed. However, what does the Bible say? The Bible says that the wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. Just think back on David and Goliath. Goliath is a big, strong giant. And David, the little boy. And even those educated don't always lead successful life. We can do everything in life to succeed, but still not attain it. Why? Because. By chance, the decision is made for everything. You have to be in the right place at the right time. How do we call doing everything to succeed and still being unable to attain it? Unable. To attain it is called lack of success. 
In other words, it's called frustration. What is frustration? Frustration is an emotion or feeling of being upset or annoyed due to being in a situation where you are unable to change or achieve something with a desired outcome. However, frustration can also be destructive when it results in anger, irritability, stress, resentment, depression, or a downward spiral where we feel resignation or are ready to give up. When faced with such a situation, we must turn to Psalm 37 because Psalm 37 is a blueprint for us when facing frustration in our lives. How can we deal with frustration in life? As we said, in the book of Psalm 37, verse 1 and verse 8, it is written, do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. How can we deal with frustration in life? We can deal with frustration in our life by not fretting about it. The Hebrew word of fret for fret is the word kara raw, which means to be hot, furious, incensed, indignant, to burn, to be angry. The first thing we must deal with is our anger. Why must we avoid anger? We must avoid anger because anger will lead us to do evil. When we let anger get us out of control, our problems and frustration will worsen. What must we do instead to deal with frustration? In the same book of Psalm 37, but now in verse 7 and verse 4, it is written, Rest in Yahuwah and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in, who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Delight yourself also in Yahuwah. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. What must we do instead? to deal with the frustration. To deal with frustration, we need to find rest. Why do we need rest? We need rest because frustration will make you tired. And when you are tired, you're not effective. However, after you have rested, you will think better and make better decisions.
The kind of rest referred to here is not sleep. The kind of rest we need is a peace that surpasses all understanding. How do we find this kind of peace of rest that surpasses all understanding? We can experience this rest or relaxation by changing our focus in life. When we change our focus from the source of frustration to the words of Yahuwah, our God, we will experience this rest or relaxation. The word of Yahuwah teaches us that we should not worry about the wicked. We shouldn't worry about things beyond our control. We must work on the things we have under control and leave what's beyond our control for Yahuwah, our God. So what must we do instead? We must delight ourselves in the Lord Yahuwah. We don't have to struggle to wait. Instead, we can delight ourselves in the Lord. What does this mean? Delighting ourselves in the Lord means we can enjoy the presence and fellowship of Yahuwah, our God. And what does this do for us when we do so? When we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us proper rest. How else can we have this rest in Yahuwah? According to the book of Philippi Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6 down to 7, it is written, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Yahusha. How else can we have rest, this rest in Yahuwah? We can have this rest in Yahuwah by praying. What did Apostle Paul say? Apostle Paul said that we shouldn't worry about anything, but instead we should pray about everything. We, shouldn't, we should tell Yahuwah our God what we need and thank him for all he has done. Is there anything that's causing you to feel frustrated? Just bring it to Yahuwah, our God, through your prayer. And when you do, what will Yahuwah give you? When you bring your frustration in prayer to Yahuwah, he will give you the peace of mind that you seek. And this experience of peace exceeds anything we can understand. Yahuwah's peace will guard our hearts and minds as we live in Christ Yahusha. The first thing we have to do is don't fret. And when we do that, secondly, 
we will find rest. I thank you all for listening to me so, so far to this lesson, because the remainder part of this lesson will be continued by our brother. Thank you for listening. Shabbat Shalom, beloved brethren. So we have learned that to find rest, to prevent frustrations, we should pray to our Yahuwah Abba, and he will give us rest. So how else or what else can we do so that we shall find rest in our Yahuwah Abba? Let us read the answer of the Holy Scriptures in Psalms 37, 5 to 6. Give yourself to Yahuwah. Trust in him and he will help you. He will make your righteousness shine like the noonday sun. So beloved brethren, what else can we do? so that we shall be able to experience rest. The verse tells us to trust in our Yahuwah Abba. So what will God do for those who trust in him? The verse also tells us he will help them. So what kind of trust? How do we trust God? It says, give yourself to the Lord. In other words, he wants some commitment from us. It is like relinquishing control of ourselves, you know, to our Yahuwah Abba. It's like telling him, here I am, O God, like clay in your hands, and you are the potter. Do with me as you wish. So God that does not want us to just offer him praise, prayer, worship. Those are very important to him. But at the same time, he wants total and complete commitment from us. So how can we trust God? In Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, this is the answer of the Holy Scriptures. Trust in Yahuwah with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. So how can we trust? our Yahuwah Abba. We have to acknowledge him in all that we do. So who are those that are able to acknowledge God? Those who do not lean on their own understanding. Let me ask you this. Who are those people you know, who will have a hard time not leaning on their own understanding? Who are those? These are people who have achieved something in life. 
Maybe they have be become experts in the field of work that they are in. Let's say a great surgeon made transplants of different organs. Maybe a technological genius. So they will have a hard time. But we should trust our Yahuwah Abba because if we insist on our own way, we may get frustrated. Or to put it in a different way, if we do not acknowledge our Yahuwah Abba in the things that we do, then we shall get frustrated. Let me tell you my uh, own experience. So I used to do some programming before. So I was uh, writing a program. So it was doing what it's supposed to do, except that it is very, very slow. So I spent a lot of time thinking, what can I do to make this program faster? So I was frustrated for so many days until with a flash of inspiration, I uttered a prayer to our Lord God. And what happened? In a few minutes, he showed me the way. Does God know programming? What does God know? He knows everything and is almighty. So his wisdom is unlimited. He can help us. So we have to acknowledge him, involve him in all the things that we do. So what will happen if we don't involve our Yahuwah Abba in the things that we do? It could mean disaster for us. Let me relate to you a parable mentioned or told by our Yahusha Hamasiah about a rich man. The fields of this rich man yielded a lot of crops. So he said to himself, I have no place, you know, to put, you know, this harvest. So I will put down my old burns and I will build bigger ones to store these crops. And then I will tell myself, take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But what did our Yahuwah Abba tell him? You fool. Tonight, I'm going to take your life. So who would you leave, you know, this harvest? So notice that he did not acknowledge our Yahuwah Abba. He did not thank our Lord God. So if we do something like that, then we are destined for failure. Did he get frustrated? Yes, maybe for a very, very short time. But did he fail in what he wanted to do? Yes, big time. So beloved brethren, what can our Yahuwah Abba do for us if we acknowledge him 
he could make our paths straight. In other words, what we want to do in this life, if we involve him in our planning, in the things that we do, what will he do to us? He will make the paths to what we want to do as straight and as smooth as possible. So beloved brethren, how else can we trust our Yahuwah Elohim? In Proverbs 3, 7 to 8, let us read. Never let yourself think that you are wiser than you are. Simply obey Yahuwah and refuse to do wrong. If you do, it will be like good medicine, healing your wounds and easing your pains. So how else can we trust our Yahuwah Abba? The verse tells us, simply obey Yahuwah and refuse to do wrong. So the command is very simple. Obey God and refuse to do wrong. Have you heard of people who committed outrageous crimes, like maybe stole $10 million from a bank and then disappeared in a remote village where no one knows them? What happened to them? Before they could really enjoy the money, you know, when they walk around that small town where they are, what do they do? They look behind their shoulders to find out, is there anyone following me? When somebody knocks on their door, what happened? Their hearts beat so fast and so violently that their hearts seem to burst out of their chest. So when they, when they were captured, what did they say? Oh, it was a relief. But on the other hand, what will happen to those who obey our Yahuwah Abba and refuse to do wrong? It says, if you do that, it will be like good medicine for you. It will heal your wounds and ease your pains. So beloved brethren, when we obey completely our Yahuwah Abba and refuse to do wrong, what, will it, what good will it do us? It means that our Yahuwah Abba will be very pleased with us so that he will be with us all the time. He will give us peace that surpasses all understanding. And what will that give us? It will be like good medicine for us. You are sick, but you feel the guidance, the love of our Yahuwah Abba. It will ease your pains. It will heal your wounds. That's why we should obey and refuse to do anything wrong. So what is part of trusting 
our Yahuwah Elohim. In Psalm 27, 14, here is the answer of the Holy Scriptures. Wait and hope for and expect Yahuwah. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect Yahuwah. What is part of trusting our Yahuwah Elohim? Do you know who, who is the one speaking in this verse? It is King David. King David, when he became king, or even before he became king, he was pursued by a lot of enemies. So in the same book, he was talking about enemies trying to devour him. He said, they stumbled and fell even before they got to me. But here comes another army trying to chase him. So in other words, trouble, danger, come one after another. But what did David say? Wait. Wait. But also hope, hope in the Lord. And what else? Expect that he will act and protect us. Just like the Lord, Yahuwah Abba, protected and rescued David. That's why he said also in this same book, God will lift me above my enemies. He will hide me in his pavilion. Today, beloved brethren, are there dangers that are like lurking around us that gives us a lot of frustration? What is perhaps one that gives us a lot of frustration? The pandemic. Is that true, beloved brethren? When the, pan when the pandemic, let's say, starts going down in some parts of the world, what happens? When people were so hopeful, then it starts, you know, rising again on other parts of the world. That's why people do not know what to do. So just like David, we should leave this to our Yahuwah Abba. We should wait on God to act on this. In other words, it is something beyond our control. So what else are bothering us? Maybe the impending war between Russia and Ukraine. Will Russia attack Ukraine or not? So we do not know what's going to happen day by day. But we won't bother ourselves with that. We leave that to our Yahuwah Elohim. And there are many, many more that could be bothering us, that gives us a lot of frustration. But let us wait on our Yahuwah Abba to act and do what is necessary.
in, in his own time. So what will be experienced by those who wait on Yahuwah? In the last verse that we're going to read, Isaiah 40, 40 28 to 31. Have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, Yahuwah, the creator of the ends of the earth? Neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And to, the, to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on Yahuwah shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So beloved brethren, what will be experienced by those who wait on our Yahuwah Abba? The verse tells us they will experience strength and guidance. In other words, those who are weak, God will strengthen us. And he will guide us in this life. You know, beloved brethren, as the end is about to come, we know life will be more difficult. So in our journey, in our race, it will be more difficult when we are about to reach the end of our journey. When we are about to see, in effect, the finish line, there are hardships and difficulties. So if I asked you, is the world better today compared to, let's say, five years ago, what do you say? It is not. It is worse. Okay? Pandemic, inflation, the highest in 40 years, impending wars, violent and severe calamities, violence all around us. So life is not easy. It is hard. But what is our Yahuwah Abba's promise? He will help us. He will guide us according to his own understanding, according to his own power. So, who is our Yahuwah Abba, the creator of all things? When he is with us, do you think we shall be afraid of the things happening around us? No, that is nothing compared to the power of our Yahuwah Abba. So what kind of strength will he give us? So those who wait, that's why we need to wait. Those who wait on our Yahuwah Abba, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. 
In other words, he will allow us to do things that we cannot do by ourselves. He will strengthen us so that in the last stage of our race, we shall be able to run and not be weary. We should be able to walk and not faint so that we shall be able to finish our race. So what is the key, beloved brethren? The key is trust in our Yahuwah Abba, hope in him and wait, expect him to do what we need so that we shall be able to finish our journey. Let us rise, beloved brethren, and we'll give thanks to our Yahuwah Elohim, our almighty and most loving Father Yahuwah. Thank you, dear God, for allowing us to worship you in truth and in spirit. Please forgive us of all our sins and transgressions. And thank you for enlightening us, O oh, our dear God. Yes. yes, we know we shall encounter frustrations in this life. Yes. But our dear Lord, you have taught us how to deal with frustrations. Yes. We need to pray to you. We need to trust you, O oh, dear Father. And for us not to lean on our own understanding, but to acknowledge your presence in our life. Oh, dear God, our Father Almighty, please be with us in all our ways. The way we conduct ourselves with our families. The way we work, oh, our dear Father. Do not forsake your people, but every moment of our life, allow us to cling to you, to hope and trust in you, and to wait on you, so that our dear Lord, you may be with your servants. Oh, dear God, life is getting harder and harder, but our dear Father, you also have a great promise to us that you will strengthen your people. You will guide us with your mighty hands so that we shall soar like eagles and we shall be able to run and not grow weary and we shall be able to walk and not faint. Our dear God, we give you our trust completely. Our Father in heaven, Remember all your children, wherever your people may be, in different parts of the world, those who are sick at this very time. Our Yahuwah, Ropeka, heal the illnesses of your children. Give back and restore our health, that nothing shall be able to hinder us in giving honor and praises to your most holy name. Those who are suffering economic hardships. Our dear God in heaven, from your riches that will never run out, pour your blessings to your people 
so that our dear Lord, we shall have the means necessary yeah. to sustain our life here on earth, yeah. to help other people, and most of all, to allow us to set aside for our offerings and thanksgiving, which we know shall bring honor and glory to your most holy name. Amen. Continue to increase our faith, yeah. our hope and trust in you. Yeah. So that our dear Lord, nothing shall be able to hinder us in finishing our race. Amen. Our Lord and Savior, Yahushua. Our dear Lord in heaven, thank you. We shall never forget that you are the one who died for us. Yes. You are God's greatest gift and love for your servants. Yes. Our Lord Yahushua, continue to be with your servants. Continue to teach us the will and the commandments of the Father so that we shall be able to transform ourselves, to be just like you, to think like you, oh Lord Yahushua, yes. to act and to speak just like you. And Please help us to become your witnesses in these last days, yes. to proclaim the name of our dear Father, yes. your name to many people in the world, yes. and be merciful to our loved ones who are not yet members of the assembly of Yahushua, so that they too may be able to join us, and all of us shall be ready to meet you on your second coming yes. how we long for that day oh lord because we want to embrace you we want to tell you our yahushua Messiah, how much we love you too yes. our dear lord in heaven continue to be merciful when we suffer in this life send the power of your holy spirit Comfort your people that all of us shall be able to go on and finish our journey. We faithfully believe, O oh Father, you have hearkened to our humble supplication. You have blessed each and every family of your children. We beg everything, O oh God, in the great name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us and the constant companionship of the Ruach Kadash be with all of us now and forever. Amen. Amen.